Thanks for joining us on episode 1071 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm Mike Acker. I challenge you to invest in yourself, invest in others, develop your influence, and impact the world by using your time, your talent, and your treasures to live out your calling. Having the ability to respond well to life is key, and one way to be inspired to do that is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast with my friend, Scott Mader. I would hope that my name would pretty much be forgotten, because if my name is still talked up a whole bunch, then I probably didn't live. It's not about you well enough. But I would hope that the the legacy of people that I was able to talk to somehow magically be able to find out the people that were touched by people who touched by people and touched by people. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's interview with Mike Acker, I asked Mike to share with you how the changes brought on by the pandemic have affected his life and his business. I also asked Mike to share with you his key principles to making a dent in the universe. And Mike and I also talk about the legacy Mike wants to leave behind. One reason I like to bring you great interviews like the one you're going to hear today is because of the power in learning from others. Another great way to learn from others is through reading books. But if you're like most people today, you find it hard to find the time to sit down and read. And that's why today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Go to inspiredstewardship.com slash audible to sign up and you can get a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. And instead of reading, you can listen your way to learn from some of the greatest minds out there. That's inspiredstewardship.com slash audible to get your free trial and listen to great books the same way you're listening to this podcast. Mike Acker is an executive and communication coach, a keynote speaker, and the author of four books, including the best-selling Speak With No Fear, which has appeared on numerous book lists, even getting designated as the number one book on overcoming fear of speaking on Forbes.com. Mike passionately coaches business professionals, to lead and speak with confidence. In presentations, he entertains and inspires audiences using stories of growing up as the son to drug smugglers who later turned missionaries. He retails and relates lessons learned on how to overcome insecurity and exclusion in a cross-cultural setting. And he unpacks the path from employee to manager to leader. Mike also enjoys rock climbing, wake surfing, skiing, church, building Legos with his son, and going on dates with his wife, Taylor. Mike believes in the power of prayer, exercise, journaling, and real community to counter the stresses of everyday life. Welcome to the show, Mike. Great to be here, Scott. I'm looking forward to talking with you over the next couple weeks. Mike, as we've come through the last few years there's been a lot of changes in the world as a public speaker, as a former pastor, as all of these things, how have these 
last few years affected your life and the opportunities that you've had putting your message out into the world? The the last couple of years have been very interesting, of course, as the time of this recording will be 2022. And of course, we'll help be somewhere in the pandemic in the midst of all of that. The pandemic caused all of us to examine what we're doing and how we're doing it. Before the pandemic, I had left pastoral ministry and I was engaging in corporate sales. I was doing quite well. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we got grounded. We couldn't go anywhere. I was doing coaching on the side as a hobby. I had written my book and was just managing it as a side hobby that made some money and fun to do. But when it happened, I looked at my life and said, what can I do right now? Instead of waiting, and I'm glad I didn't wait because remember when it was going to be two weeks, <laughs> it was going to be one month. And then it became a year. With the longest March that we ever lived all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't wait because if you wait and you wait till options or till, till the atmosphere until everything is perfect, you're just going to wait all your life. And so for me, I took some extra opportunities. I published two books during the quarantine or sorry, during the initial part of the pandemic, wrote one during quarantine. And I said, okay, if this is going to happen, what can I do that I can turn this into? How can I do something good for it? So I looked in the midst of this obstacle, I looked for some opportunities. Now I won't say it was all fun and games. There were some definitely difficult parts of it. And so in some ways I went down, in some ways I went up. Like I actually gained weight for a little while, but also I actually produced more during that time. And so that's how it really changed me. I think in the midst of any obstacle, there's an opportunity if you look, because every business, every great business is going to meet a need and any opportunities or any obstacles are going to present a need. For example, okay, beforehand, not a lot of people use Zoom. Now Zoom it grew a lot, partly because people had a need that Zoom met. So look at the obstacles of life and look by the opportunities by finding what needs did the obstacle create. So if somebody really wants to make a dent in the universe, they want to change or transform the world. What are a few of the top two or three principles or ideas or mindsets that you think people need to learn to be able to do this? I think the first one is going to be awareness. Second one is going to be confidence. And the third is going to be something that we talked about a couple weeks ago, where I talked about, it's not about you service. So the first one is this awareness of yourself in my book, connect through emotional intelligence. I talk about awareness. Awareness is key. Hmm. Where are you good at? What are you good at? Where are you able to serve? What do you have that others don't have or that not everybody else has? What is it that makes you special, unique, a little bit different than others? And it doesn't have to be like the most different ever. Mm-hmm. It just has to be some difference. So first of all, start with awareness. And I would just do a checklist on who you are, what you have, what value you bring, and how you can serve others, and what you have gone through. Even if you look at last week, I talked about different things that makes a public speaker. And I walked you through the success and the story and all these different elements. What do you have? Be aware of it. Also, be aware of what you are not good at. Because if you're not good, I always tell people when I was a pastor, I said, if you're not good working with kids, if you don't have a lot of patience, I don't want you working with kids. I don't need you that much. So be aware of your strengths and your weaknesses. Maybe take a deep dive into who you are. Take some strengths finders and other things like that. 
work with Scott as a coach and find out some of the things that you're good at and not good at, or your business is good at and not good at, and focus in on those areas. So start with awareness. For you to make a difference in the universe, you have to be aware of the difference that you could potentially make. Second one, to have confidence. At the very beginning of this series of work with Scott, I said, where you are is not where you have to stay. So you have to have confidence that you can actually do something that you don't have to stay where you are. You have to have belief that you have value to bring to others. Otherwise, you're going to keep it to yourself. When I was a pastor, I would I oversaw five different churches at one point in time. We had five locations. And one of the things that we talked about during that time was, look, if you have the ability to do something, you should do something. And sometimes people say, I don't really have anything to give. They didn't have confidence. They were insecure. And so sometimes we'd work with people to realize that they could do this, have confidence in this. Look, yeah, you might not be able to do kids, but you know what? You can fix a car and have confidence that you doing that can help others. So have confidence in the skills that you have. Some of the best things that we have, there's a story that Jesus teaches. He teaches about talents. And literally in that day and age, that's a form of money. But we can actually say it was also your whatever you have, whatever gifts that you have. And one person hides the talents because he's insecure of what's going to happen to him. And as a result of that, no one benefits. One person takes the talents that he has. And he goes out and he risks them. He invests them. He uses them. He puts his talents to work. And as a result, he ends up getting a lot more back. He ends up getting lots of reward. So have confidence that you have value. Have confidence in what you became aware of and go do something with it. Think about any present that we've had, whether you like him or not, they had confidence in themselves. Mm -hmm. Right now, we have Joe Biden. We had Trump. We had Obama. We had we had Clinton, we had Ray, other Bush, we Bush. had Ray, we go back. They all thought, I'm, I could do something. Now, whether you agree with them or not, that's a different story. But they thought they could do something. So have grounded confidence in that, the fact that you can make a difference. And the last one I said is service. Okay, so you're aware, you're confident. Now let's go do something. Remember, it's not about you. So go find someone to serve. One of my favorite lines, and maybe even influenced the reason why I grabbed this and put it in my book. I just thought about that. It was the book Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren that was released in the early aughts. And the first line in the book, on the first chapter, says, it's not about, about you. you. Mm-hmm. And I remember just pausing there reading going, well, of course it's not. But then looking at my life going, Huh. Okay. But maybe I've made it about me a little bit. And so how can you use what you're aware of that you're good of now you're confident that's going to help others. And how can you then go actually do something with it? You use this word universe there. And really we often think about universe or we think about how can I help everyone? And if you can help someone Mm -hmm. and that person can help someone and that person can help someone, there's a book that was released in the aughts called pay it forward. And the kid gets challenged to do something good for others and then others would pay it forward. It's really interesting how it's a sad story in some ways of that movie, but when you are able to do something, you don't know that what that something, that small something is going to mean for somebody. So speaking of that, let's say I invented a machine right now and I was able to pick you up from where you are and bring you into the far future, maybe a hundred, 150 years and you were able to look back on your life, what impact do you hope you've left behind on the world? 
I would hope that my name would pretty much be forgotten. Because if my name is still talked up a whole bunch, then I probably didn't live. It's not about you well enough. But I would hope that the legacy of people that I was able to talk to somehow magically be able to find out the people that were mm -hmm. touched by people who touched by people touched by people that, that the positive of the churches I've pastored, the books I've read, people I've influenced, that they would have passed it on and passed it on and passed it on and passed it on. So it'd really be less about any house that I built or anything like that or organization I've created and more about a trail of lives impacted. And the other part of that would be, and the people that I've heard, because I've also heard people, they would have forgiven and they would have not let that be something that marred their life. So that my son and my future kids, if we have more kids, there would be a trail of positive and a trail of forgiveness. So what's coming next for you as you continue on this journey, writing books, living out your call, impacting the world? What's on the roadmap? Yeah, two, two things come out. So influence and then money. So my, my wife and I and some business partners, we're going to start a new business endeavor. So I have two companies. This will be our third one. And really the whole hope with that third company is to make a lot of money and then money elsewhere as well and the different things I do. But the whole point of the money is we have decided that we want to be extremely generous. And this has been something that we've been able to do at different times in more moderation because we didn't have, as pastors, we didn't make a lot of money. And then coming out of that, we didn't have a lot of money. But as we moved into this corporate world and found out there's a lot of money to be made out there. And a lot of people just use it for themselves. And we want to use some for ourselves, but we also want to make a lot and be able to give a lot away and find different areas that where we could just change the world. If I look at back at some of the proudest moments of my life, it's leading people to dig wells in Africa and build orphanages and other places and schools and some of the things I've done. The proudest moments aren't when people said, wow, you're amazing. The proudest moments are really when I look about, I was able to do something for somebody. That's really cool. So that's one area of money. And the other one is just through what I'm doing in my coaching and my publishing stuff and is to continue to put things out there that add value and help people realize their potential. My life mission is to help people realize their, whether they're reading my book and they go, oh, I know how to write a speech or, oh, I need to make a shift from insecurity to confidence. Oh, I need to empathize with people. And that's how, oh, I need social skills. And he's how can I do it? And, and so I'm going to continue to do that. I have my 11th book coming out early 2020. So in a couple months, and then I am currently as of 2020 working on what I really hope is going to be a, a hallmark book outside of the other niche that I'm in. And I'm working a lot on that. And then I'm also working on a compendium, putting all my speaking stuff together so that it's going to be more quite robust book on public speaking for colleges and for people who just want an all-in-one everything. So I want to influence that so that I can help people realize their potential. You can follow Mike over on Facebook is Mike acker.com that's all spelled out m-i-k-e-a-c-k-e-r-d-o-t-c-o-m or find him on linkedin is mike acker you can also find out more about him on his website mikeacker.com of course i'll have links to all of this over in the show notes as well 
Mike, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listener? We go back to something I said in the very first episode. Where you are is not where you have to say it. Take a moment and write some things about the status quo about your life. Then choose one of those, health, communication, leadership, money. Choose one of those and write down where you want to go. And then backwards track how to get there. Where you are is not where you have to stay. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor. Go over to inspiredstewardship.com slash iTunes rate, all one word, iTunes rate. It'll take you through how to leave a rating and review and how to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you can get every episode as it comes out in your feed. Until next time, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures, develop your influence, and impact the world.